The Japanese have known for years that spending mindful time in the woods is beneficial for body and soul. Most of us are spending way too much time looking at screens, resulting in achy necks and shoulders, tired eyes and zoomed out. We're in our heads, not on the ground. In this episode, I introduce the idea of building biology ecology, practice of designing healthy buildings inside and out, the negative impact of electromagnetic fields on our body and mind. I offer some solutions to help you feel more refreshed in the day and sleep better. I reveal my personal activity for grounding that helps me as a highly sensitive person. And the pause moment is forest bathing. We'll go sit under a tree, give it a hug and leave feeling grounded and amazed at the wonder of it all. Hello, I'm Lindsay and welcome to my podcast, Easy Like Sunday Morning Holistic Living. I'm the originator of Pause Moments for You and Serenity Home Space. My inspiration is to inspire, inform and motivate you in creating a lifestyle with fulfilled awareness, connecting inner wisdom and the natural world, making more conscious decisions on what you buy and use, how your home and personal environment affects you, with practical, attainable examples of creating serenity spaces, areas in your home to experience joy, honouring calm reflection, positive intention, bringing the sacred and ritual back into your home and life. Learning about pause moments, the practice of mindful slowing down and sensory appreciation. Along this journey, I'll be interviewing others who offer insights, skills and wisdom. I'll also include a pause moment for you to practice. Now let's begin easy like Sunday morning holistic approach to living. I'm not alone in spending far too much time staring at various device screens in what is being termed the new normal. So many talks, workshops, webinars, chats, trainings, meditations, festivals online, yoga classes, and all available whenever I want them. Then there's friends and family with just more time on their hands wanting to have a chat. I just really can't keep up. I'm overwhelmed by all the ways I can now select to communicate with everyone, even their dog. Who uses which social media stream and where they left that message or link to something interesting? This means I'm using my brain and eyes much more than I used to. The energies are much more up in my head, lots of left brain thinking, leaving me feeling a little ungrounded at times in a bit of a daze and wondering if there really is real life out there beyond the screen. Dr Alice Good, senior lecturer in the School of Computing at the University of Portsmouth, told The Independent in an article on how to manage your screen time and social media use during lockdown. She says, We have to consider not how much screen time we have, but how we are choosing to use it. I always find inspiration from Day Chilkret's writing in his Morning Altars. So poignant, I found these words at the start of the book, written in 2018, but even more true now. Encouraging the mythical and meaning in nature, in community, in life purpose, in the everyday ways of living, are disappearing 
as the glowing screens entrance and distance us and distract us from presence and connection. I've noticed with being online so much more that I'm suffering from posture, aches and pains in my neck and shoulders. My eyes become tired just looking at in the same direction with that screen glare. I'm also having more exposure to electromagnetic field emissions, but more on that later. And due to the flexibility of my working hours, I am still working well into the evening. And by then, all I want to do is zone out on what I call trash TV or watch cute dogs on YouTube. 10 things you might cause you to feel ungrounded. Being in close proximity to appliances emitting electromagnetic field energy. Online studying with learning new skills. Lots of online meetings. Lots of webinars. Gaming online. Listening to other people's life issues. Using the mobile cell phones for long periods. Chronic sleep disturbance. Talking a lot. An excessive time spent in higher meditative states. When you're in a state of ungroundedness, you will be less able and capable of making good decisions. The head is in the clouds, so to speak. When you're in a state of ungroundedness, you will be less able and capable of making good decisions. Your head will be in the clouds, so to speak, and your balance might be disrupted. Chaotic thinking and a reluctance to focus on the getting things completed. With many of us spending a lot more time on screen, working from home, with the extra equipment required, such as several mobile phones, two or three computer monitors, all squeezed into a small office space. Our daily on-screen time can easily extend to eight to ten hours. And for most people, this is on Wi-Fi rather than using cable connections for the computer and other equipment. From a biology perspective, we need to be aware of how much exposure we have from EMFs, electromagnetic frequency or field radiation. Biobiology and ecology means building biology or building for life. It originated in Germany. It is an holistic system of architecture and interior-exterior building design with emphasis on awareness of the physical as well as the energetic environmental influences. It considers the impact of our building environments on human health. It is concerned with siting, location, construction, renovation, rebuilding, materials used both internally and externally, essentially using natural-based non-toxic materials with a healthy flow of air, thermal insulation, neutral odours and minimising man-made electromagnetic fields. We human beings are naturally electromagnetic. Our body uses brain waves and nerve impulses to communicate many bodily functions, such as new cell production. It's when we are exposed to man-made EMFs, that's when it can mess up our amazing biology. Electromagnetic fields are emitted from the wireless router, the Wi-Fi unit, from printers, mobile cell phones, certain monitors. With many devices at the same time emitting EMFs when we're on screen and online, some of us can become overburdened with resulting in negative effect on our physical and mental health, especially for more sensitive people, 
those who have a compromised immune system or a chronic health condition. The negative symptoms from EMF include lack of concentration, fatigue, restless sleep, waking up feeling tired, headaches, foggy head and feeling unstable, ungrounded. My personal experience with my computer keyboard when it's been on Wi-Fi is I get a feeling, a very unpleasant feeling of tingling in my fingers when touching the keyboard. So now I use the keyboard plugged in to the cable. That's the same with the mouse and the printer. Although I use a wireless router, although I use a wireless router, the Wi-Fi, I've ensured that the signal is set as low as possible to reduce the intensity of the emissions and I keep it a good distance from where I work and sleep. Being affected by EMF depends on your sensitivity. Of course, to all of this, we're very different. But if, like me, you experience chronic fatigue syndrome, it's useful to be aware of the level of the energies being emitted from various appliances, reducing the strength of them and locating them away from your body and switching off completely when not in use, say at night. Back to being zoomed out on screen time. For many years now, I found using pinhole glasses very useful when I'm typing a lot or looking at the screen or when reading online. These basic eye glasses have pinholes that cover the lenses in both the left and the right eyes, worn just like regular glasses, but they are non-magnifying. They work by exercising the eyes without you being conscious of this. I really like them. I find my eyes are less tired and they are comfortable to wear. I'm not affiliated to any brand for these. They've been around for well over 20 years, so please do look online if you want to check them out. They do look a little bit weird for people when they see you, and it's certainly a conversation starter. As an introvert extrovert, I also enjoy all this new community interaction, but then need to take myself away quietly to have downtime and most importantly, to ground myself, literally feet on terra firma. This I do often, daily in fact, as I walk on the grass verges, beside the path, the pavement, on the ground, feeling the tree roots pushing up against the soles of my shoes, I am reminded I am not alone in sharing Gaia, our sacred earth. I enjoy this conscious walking and connection. These are some suggestions you might like to try with regards reducing electromagnetic radiation energy. Setting up your working space with the location of the equipment and machines that do emit EMFs as far as practical from your body. After some exposure time, take time away from the screen and that equipment such as the printers and photocopiers. I'd say maybe 5 to 10 minutes every hour. This gives our eyes a rest, we can stretch our bodies, and we can have a sip of water. Most essentially, do not have any EMF-emitting appliances located in your bedroom sleep space. And I mean, that means the router, don't put the router near to your bed, and don't keep your mobile phone switched on overnight. You can switch off the appliances at the wall, power socket when not being used, So what do we do about the aching in the neck and shoulders due to screen viewing? Well, I've adjusted the monitor height to make it higher so that my eyes are looking straight ahead. So what do we do for aching in the neck and shoulders due to screen viewing? 
Well, I've played around with adjusting the monitor height to put it higher as my eyes are looking straight ahead. You can also adjust your chair to raise and lower as needed for typing or then changing it for when you're reading or watching. When you're using your iPad and phone, I've placed mine up higher onto a shelf or a stand and this prevents my head from dropping down, straining my neck so I have a much more balanced posture. Yet I still have to be really mindful and aware of my head positioning and not to stay too long in the same position. To get up and move around, especially with bare feet on the floor, to feel more earthed and grounded. Look in the settings for your computer and device for light adjustment. You can set it at the time when the night light mode comes on and off. You'll notice this creates a sepia light or less white light on your monitor. I find it really soothing for my eyes and less tiring. It's also an indication that it's getting nearer to bedtime. Eye exercises have been shown to really reduce the tiredness from looking at screens. You'll feel much brighter, clears the mind and refreshes the brain even after just a few minutes. I have uploaded an IGTV video on Instagram. My page is Easy Like Sunday Morning Holist Live. And also on my YouTube channel, the number two, Simplify Life and Pause Moments for You. It's titled eye acupressure massage for good eye health and stress release. The links I will give for these in my about this episode. So eight ways I found useful to get grounded and earthed. Sitting, squatting, kneeling, cross-legged on the ground. Having a picnic spread out on the ground. Gardening, putting your hands in touch with the dirt in the soil sitting on the floor while doing things like crafting and painting, forest bathing. And this I've described in the pause moment that follows. Sun hugging, that's my name for it, where we're allowing the sun's energy into our whole body and tracking down into the earth. Qigong, horse riding stance, raising and lowering our arms together as you coordinate the breath. And just standing, still on terra firma, or by the shore, or lake edge, consciously breathing a little deeper in and out, through a relaxed open mouth. The other day I was standing outside, walking on the grass verge, when I took a sharp in-breath with amazement at the sheer beauty of the grass covered with droplets of rain, Each droplet glistened in the morning light, little sparkles, lenses reflecting what was nearby. The wonder of it all. Most people just pass on by this magic, with thoughts distracting on their journey, away from the here and now. And yet it's useful just to stand and see what is there, on the ground and up in the sky. So what I hope you get from taking some time out a pause moment to ground and earth yourself, is to stop that monkey mind zooming off to other fears, curities and to-dos. To feel calmer, to be able to think things through with clarity. To maybe improve your sleep, both drifting off to sleep and staying asleep, and for emotional stability. Continue now listening to the pause moment about forest bathing. 
Japanese have known for years that spending mindful time in the woods is beneficial for body and soul. Now Western doctors and royals agree. Every day, apart from when it's raining heavily, Dr. Ying Li heads to a leafy park near the Nippon Medical School in Tokyo, where he works. It's not just a pleasant place to eat his lunch. He believes the time spent under the tree's canopy is a critical factor in the fight against diseases of the mind and body. Once a month, Lee spends three days in forests near Tokyo, using all five senses to connect with the environment and clear his mind. This practice of Shinrin-yuko, literally forest bath, has the power to counter illnesses such as cancer, strokes, gastric ulcers, depression, anxiety and stress, he says. It boosts the immune system, lowers blood pressure and aids sleep and soon it could be prescribed by British doctors. The Woodland Trust suggests that forest bathing, which doesn't, despite its name, involve getting in water, should be among the range of non-medical therapies and activities recommended by GP surgeries to boost patients' well-being. Social prescribing is a growing movement within the NHS, National Health Service in England, and can include volunteering, gardening, sports activities, cookery and befriending. Forest bathing is an opportunity for people to take some time out, slow down and connect with nature. We think it could be a part of a mix of activities for social prescription, says Stuart Dainton of the Woodland Trust in an interview with The Observer. Evidence about its benefits is building. Shinrin-yuku was developed in the 1980s in Japan. Although people have been taking walks in the country's forests for centuries, new studies showed that such activity could reduce blood pressure, lower cholesterol levels, improve concentration and memory. A chemical released by trees and plants called phytonicides was found to boost the immune system. As more research highlighted the benefits of Shinrin-yuku, the Japanese government incorporated it into the country's health programme. Lee is now president of the Society for Forest Medicine in Japan and the author of Shinrin-yuko, The Art and Science of Forest Bathing, is a world expert and has conducted numerous studies. It's a preventative medicine, not a treatment. We are designed to be connected to the natural world, to listen to the wind and taste the air. I really like that, to listen to the wind and taste the air. His book offers this advice for the practice of Shinrin-yuku. Make sure you have left your phone and camera behind. You are going to be walking aimlessly and slowly. You don't need any devices. Let your body be your guide. Listen to where it wants to take you. Follow your nose and take your time. It doesn't matter if you don't get anywhere. You are not going anywhere. Gary Evans, who set up the Forest Bathing Institute in the UK last year, said, People initially think they've been doing this all their lives, going for a walk in the woods. But it could be a brisk walk, or you might be worrying about where the dogs got to. A better way to frame forest bathing is mindful time spent under the canopy of trees for health and well-being purposes. Then it's about sensory exercises, said Evans. We try to hold people's attention in the present moment to give their bodies and minds a chance to slow down. We move very slowly, 
touching the trees, looking at colours and patterns and breathing deeply. We end up lying down under the trees and looking up through the branches. Shades of green and blue, colours of the forest and the sky were the most relaxing, he said. Looking at nature's patterns helped to stop thoughts spinning in the head. One UK study carried out by King's College London and published in January 2018 found that exposure to trees, the sky and birdsong in cities improved mental well-being. Benefits were still evident several hours after exposure. Even just 20 minutes can help, though 10 hours a month is even better, said Dainton. If you live in a city, you may not be able to get to a forest easily, but taking off your shoes in the park and feeding the grass will help you de-stress. This is an article that was published in the Guardian newspaper in June 2019, written by Harriet Sherwood. I thought it was a very useful and informative way of describing forest bathing. The article is entitled Forest Bathing, Japanese Practice in West Wellbeing. So for this pause moment, I'm going to offer you my version of forest bathing. There are variations of qigong and energy movement exercises that you could do within the forest that I've not covered here, such as sun hugging, full moon visits, other nature-based ceremonies and rituals. If you enjoyed the version here, as your awareness deepens into the mystical, you could find yourself exploring other ways to connect with the trees. But for now, we'll keep this version quite simple. Choose your destination, the forest, woods or park with plenty of trees. Check what the weather is going to be beforehand and dress appropriately, wearing comfortable and appropriate footwear. Take with you drinking water. You may also like to bring a pocket notepad and pencil. A pencil because it's made from wood and not the plastic of a pen. And certainly no digital devices. Choose a destination that you know you're going to be personally safe. So upon arriving at your destination, and before entering the woods, stop and stand still. If there's a group of you, agree not to have communication. No talking. Notice and acknowledge how you are feeling physically, mentally and emotionally. You may find it useful to grade this out of 10, where zero is being fully relaxed and recharged and refreshed, and 10 is where you're really quite stressed, anxious, tired. Pausing a moment to prepare yourself. Taking a few breaths, filling your lungs fully and exhaling through your mouth. Allowing your shoulders to drop, arms heavy by the side of your body. And now to proceed into the forest park.
During this journey of conscious awareness into nature, you'll walk at a slower pace, being aware of the placement of each foot as it steps on the ground and lifting with the feeling of flexing the foot, the touch of the feet onto the unevenness of the ground and the texture of whatever is covering the earth, leaf mulch, twigs, grass, gravel, muddy soil. Keeping quiet, keeping within yourself, moving among the trees and checking out the tree bark, patterns, the shapes it forms, the difference and variation in colour and complexity. Maybe there are creatures, insects crawling amongst the bark. Looking around your surroundings and seeing the plants and the woodland foliage. Opening your eyes, opening your ears, opening your nose to what is there, to the sights, the sounds, the fragrances. If it is raining or windy, really feel the touch of these elements on your face, on your eyelids, maybe the back of your hands. How does the wind or rain feel in your hair? On your lips? You might for fun try poking your tongue out and seeing what sensation the wind or the rain feels on it. And when you are ready, select a tree that calls to you, meaning you are attracted to that tree for no real reason. It just is. It's like the tree is silently calling you over just to stay a while. If you feel comfortable, it's really lovely to sit beside the tree at the base of the trunk, allowing your back to rest against the trunk, supported, and lean your head back against this guardian of the land. And if you feel comfortable, you might want to lie on the earth beside the tree. Breathing easily in your own rhythm, a gentleness, an awareness of your heart's beating. You might want to put your hand on your heart or your solar plexus, or your lower belly, and just connect in with your breath. Connecting in with your own rhythm. There may be people or animals that come by. A dog sniffing, birds scratching at the leaf litter, insects buzzing by, or that you're here in the distance. There may be other sounds like vehicles, planes, bicycles. The world is never truly silent when we open our ears to the layers of sound.
and if these sounds disturb you, just be patient, acknowledge them, letting them pass like a cloud across the sky as it comes into focus and then it's gone. And closing your eyes to slip into a deeper quietening of the mind and body. And then you'll begin to sense the pulsing of the tree, maybe even the pulsing of the earth. You may sense the flow of the sap rising and falling down through to the bigger tap roots and the smaller roots below the ground. This is the tree's life essence, carrying nutrients and messages within itself and to the other trees nearby. Staying a while, for as long as you want, by the tree, sitting or lying down, Now I would ask you to stand or remain seated and to reach your arms towards the trunk of the tree. Obviously, depending on the size of it, you'll be able to reach all the way around the trunk or maybe just a short distance around. Gently touching the bark to hug the tree or you can even do it with just one hand on the tree closing your eyes and just being aware of going deeper into the senses of feeling the pulse the rhythm from the tree and from yourself connecting connecting Connecting. During this time, you may get some inspirations, thoughts, feelings, ideas, or doodles. And that's when you can use the pocket notebook, put them down without any analysis or any conscious awareness of what you're doing. Free flow thoughts, free flow of doodles. Then when you are ready to leave, say thank you to the tree, either out loud or with mindful intention. Getting up slowly, and moving slowly with conscious walking, follow the path back to the edge of the forest, the park, keeping quiet and silent. And along the way, you could say thank you to the other trees, watching the ground, watching the sky, just being open and full 
at the edge of the forest, the park. Just stop a moment before leaving to check in again with yourself and to gauge out of 10 how you are feeling in your mind, your body, your soul. With zero being relaxed and calm, at ease. And 10, well, quite the opposite. So when you're ready to leave the forest, the park, just be gentle on yourself as you walk back to where you came from. Enjoying this moment, taking this pause time for you. I'd love to hear about your experiences from this forest bathing pause moment. What changed for you from before to after the experience? So please leave a comment. Easy like Sunday morning holistic living. Please rate, review, subscribe and share and listen out for our next episode. Music